Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of For Light and Life. I'm your host, Lucy, and today we have something exciting. At least, I'm excited for it. I will be reading you a Star Wars fanfiction short story I wrote. Those of you who also like fanfiction, love the Star Wars books, love audiobooks, or just like reading fanfiction, which is very fair, this is the episode for you. I hope you like it, or at least don't hate it, and let's get started. Now, before I start reading this to you, I thought I'd share some things about it. It is five pages long, so about six to ten minutes of a read. It is kid-friendly. If you're old enough to see Star Wars, you are old enough to hear this. There's nothing inappropriate. However, there are spoilers for the season five finale of Clone Wars, so if you haven't seen that and don't want to be spoiled, pause this, go watch that at your earliest convenience, and then come back. Same goes if you haven't seen any of the prequel movies and don't want to be spoiled for those. Not even the rest of this intro is safe. I'll give you five seconds to go pause, or if you're staying, thank you. Grab a snack, sit back, and relax. Okay, now that I've given you the official spoiler warning, let's continue. This is set directly after The Wrong Jedi, which is the final episode of Season 5 of Clone Wars. From Padme's point of view, present tense, third person, all that good stuff. And the description of this is, After Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order, Anakin faces the task of breaking the harsh news to Padme. This is one of my more sad, tragic writings, but I think it's also a good one. I hope. And I do have to say this disclaimer. These characters in this storyline all belong to Lucasfilm and Disney. I do not own any of them. I am only writing this for personal enjoyment, and I am not making any money off of this. Not a single cent. But enough of the legal stuff. The title is Maybe She'll Come Back, and let's get into it. Padme can't help wondering what's happening while she sits in her office in the Senate building, filling out paperwork, trying to forget the awfulness of the past week. There are many things she wishes she could have done differently, but she can't go back and fix them no matter how much she wants to. What's going on at the Jedi Temple? Padme doesn't know what types of discussions are taking place, but surely the whole council is sincerely apologizing and accepting Ahsoka back into the Order, maybe even promoting her. But... Padme also knows that nothing during a war ever goes as smoothly as planned. The relief that came with helping clear Ahsoka's name has faded and left only more worries behind. Why would Barriss Offee frame one of her closest friends just to make a point that the Jedi are corrupt? Is what Barriss said true? It can't be. Padme doesn't believe it. She can't. While she certainly isn't a Jedi, she is married to one and is close friends with several others. Well, some of the Jedi methods and beliefs are restricting, they are helping the galaxy and bringing balance. Aren't they? It's a long time before someone knocks on her door. Come in. Padme lets out a quiet sigh and neatly stacks her paperwork, tapping the bottoms on her mahogany desk and setting them aside. Most senators prefer to do work digitally, as do many citizens, but Padme has always liked the crisp feeling of paper under the smooth flow of her pen. The wide, ornamented doors swing open, and Anakin stumbles in without any of his usual swagger or smirk. His skin is pale, and his face is turned toward the carpeted floor, hiding any expression that would give Padme a clue to what's going on in his head. Anakin. Padme says it so quietly she isn't sure he heard, until her husband looks up at her and she sees the glossy rivers storming down his cheeks. Annie, what happened? she asks, hastily getting up and making her way around the desk to him. Anakin doesn't reply right away, just sinks into her arms and shakes as if he's 19 again. Padme has only seen him this vulnerable and upset one other time, a time when his life was overcome with tragedy from his past. 
Her gut knows the truth, the terrible truth that has been hiding in the corner of her mind since the trial, but her heart can't believe it without proof. She's gone, Anakin finally whispers. Padme is so taken aback by how broken he sounds that it takes a moment to register the words. That dark corner of her mind creeps toward the center, bringing the guess she hopes isn't true. What? Who? Gone? Not gone, gone, but Ahsoka. She's not coming back. Anakin's throat closes around the last words, breaking them off into a whisper. Ahsoka's... Annie, tell me what happened, Padme pleads. She can't believe what he's saying. This is all some horrible joke, some unimaginable fantasy. We asked her to come back, Anakin tells her shakily. The council offered to promote her tonight and reinstate her in the order. I thought everything would be fine after I found the real culprit, and it almost was, until... Until the council said the whole thing was just her great trial. His voice fills with disgust and anger. What is wrong with them? They're always out for their own reputation, trying to cover up all their stupid mistakes. How could anyone cast a 16-year-old out of the order, let a corrupted senate try to sentence her to death for a crime she never committed, and then act like it was all the will of the force and expect everything to be normal again? His comment about the senate stings, but Padme knows it's true. She has a sinking feeling this conversation is heading somewhere worse than she'd expected. She turned them down and left the council chamber. I ran after her and begged her to come back. I thought that I would be enough to make her reconsider. I thought that if I could show her how I felt, she'd realize she wasn't alone. But she refused the offer, refused me again, and just walked away. Anakin wipes his eyes, which look more cloudy gray compared to his usual vibrant blue. The council turned their backs on her. They abandoned her when she needed them most and let that conniving, accusatory, backstabbing banthabrain Tarkin shoot her down. And when they finally realized they were wrong, it was too late. And now she's gone. She's gone. His voice cracks and Padme reaches up and gently cups his cheek in her hand. Her hunch is correct. Her heart is being torn apart with his every word, but she knows that Anakin is a thousand times more grief-stricken than she is. I'm so sorry. Padme tries to think of something else to tell him, anything to ease his heartache, but she knows this is something she will never be able to mend. I'm sorry, she repeats. She hears her own voice crack and silently asks the universe how it could be so cruel to a girl who is the embodiment of kindness. Ahsoka was, is, like a sister to Padme, and knowing that she's out in the wide galaxy with no one to help her feels like when Padme was queen of Naboo and hadn't been able to stop her people's suffering. Only her people had been together under the Trade Federation's harsh rule, not abandoned by each other. They hadn't been young teenagers forced to sink into the darkness of being alone. They hadn't been Ahsoka Tano, and no one ever can be. And you know what stinks, Anakin says? Obi-Wan didn't lift a finger to help her. He's known her for years, been on so many missions with her, been around her compassion so much. How could he think she killed that woman or any of the clones? How could he let the council do this to her? How could- Anakin, stop, Padme murmurs. She knows he's hurting, but if he goes down this path, he might never come back. You know Obi-Wan did as much as he could to help. You know he didn't really believe she could do any of those things she was accused of. Really? Anakin snorts. The man who just stood there in the chamber of judgment with his hands folded in front of him, being a good little poster Jedi. The man who just watched and didn't say anything when the rest of the council announced how my Padawan was a criminal? 
Sure, that man sounds like he cares so much about the fact that the Senate was completely prepared and willing to put Ahsoka to death the second the paperwork was done. Padme winces, remembering the moment when Tarkin had demanded full punishment be placed in Ahsoka's shoulders. That was the moment her mind had known nothing could be fixed and no words could be taken back. Her heart still hadn't listened. She wishes it had. Anakin, I can't honestly say that I understand how you're feeling because I know you face unbearably hard things that I can't even imagine. But I do know Obi-Wan isn't the villain here. Anakin's shoulders slump. Padme knows he's exhausted. The past week hasn't been kind to anyone, and she's not sure when the last time he slept was. He closes his eyes, reaching out to take Padme's hand in his. I just... In ways, she is still very young. Anakin sighs. She's all alone on a dangerous planet in a dangerous galaxy with no one to look out for her. I never should have let her leave without any protection. She doesn't even have her lightsabers. Ahsoka can take care of herself, Padme says. She's a... She stops herself before she says Jedi. She's a brilliant and strong young woman. And that's where he failed her the most, Anakin spits, meeting her brown eyes with his solemn blue ones. She was one of the G.A.R.'s best commanders and the Jedi's best padawans, and we broke her down with accusation after accusation and trial after trial. If we lose this war, I'm going to blame the Council for turning her over to the Senate. Hey, Padme whispers, leaning close enough for their foreheads to brush together. We can't talk like that. We have to stay positive and give our best to every day and every battle. Anakin takes a deep, shaky breath. We will. I'll work harder and be better for Ahsoka, and maybe she'll come back after she's had more time to think. She'll spend one night on her own and realize she made a mistake. She doesn't have the heart to tell him that Ahsoka will likely never come back, whether the Republic wins the war or not. Padme is usually the more optimistic one, but even she understands there isn't much hope. Anakin sighs and glances over his shoulder. I should go now. If someone finds me in here with you, then, well, let's just hope no one finds us. Padme nods. You know where to find me. I love you. I love you too. As the Jedi turns to leave, Padme calls after him. Ahsoka will be fine. Anakin hesitates, then continues out of the room and gently closes the door behind him. Just like that, Padme is alone with her paperwork and her troubled mind. She's not sure Ahsoka will be fine. Padme hopes harder than she's ever hoped before that the three of them will reunite someday. Ahsoka will have stories of her adventures, Anakin will playfully retaliate with all the heroic things he's done in her absence, and Padme will laugh and hug them both tightly. Ahsoka will assure them that she isn't mad, and she'll visit as often as she can. And maybe she'll come back. Alright, so on a scale of 1 to 10, I would rate this story a 7.5, I believe. I am very proud of this, it's one of the stories I've revised the most, certainly, and I think, all things considered, it went pretty well, it was really fun to write, and some of the strengths of this story, I think, I did a reasonably good job of portraying Anakin's connections to the people around him, Anakin's obvious marriage to Padme, Anakin's, like, brother-sister relationship with Ahsoka, and we're not going to get into that for Anasoka fans, but I think portraying the relationships was one of the strengths. As for weaknesses, I think some of the wording I used may have been a little bit off and just something about it doesn't feel completely right, and some of the lines that Anakin says 
might not be exactly what Anakin would say, I think. So, mostly Anakin's character and personality maybe didn't go through into some of the things he said as well as it could have. And general closing notes about it, I did technically write this a year ago, I want to say, around a year ago, and I've just been rewriting it and editing it a lot since then. I did sort of want to see a more emotional side of Anakin, maybe like really, I guess, sad that his Padawan just left the Order, and we didn't get a whole ton of that. I know there have been a few places, like maybe in Season 7, maybe some of Season 6, where we have seen a little bit of that, but I just wanted to dive deeper into that, and so I wrote it into existence, <laughs> and I'm satisfied with that. I'm satisfied with how I did that, and the message got across, and I'm hoping that you are semi-satisfied with it as well. Alright, this episode is on the longer side compared to my first episode, so we will wrap things up here with my socials. You can send me a voicemail through the link in the description, and I will play your message on the podcast unless you ask me not to, or if it isn't family-friendly, because this is a podcast for all ages. Wherever you listen, leave a rating and a review. If you have constructive criticism for my fanfiction or my podcast, I will gladly take it and try to improve. However, please do not leave hate messages if you think my work sucks. Rating and reviews would really help new people find this podcast, so that would be a huge, huge help. Make sure to follow this podcast so you get notified whenever I release new episodes and we can stay up to date. And if you like this podcast, or even just believe it has potential to be decent, please share it with your family and friends. As I talked about in my first episode, hint hint, feel free to listen to that as well, I am trying to build a really good welcoming community here, and the more the merrier. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I'm Lucy, and let's look for the light and life in our world together.